Hello, this is Michael Farragher from Between the Borders, and I'd like to talk to you today about Boko Haram. Boko Haram is, they've made news a couple of times, uh, kidnapping school children mostly, uh, a lot of displacement, basic insurgent activities, and, you know, kidnapping and murder. It It's up into the thousands. As of last year, I believe they had something like 130 uh, suicide bombers that were children, almost 100 of which were girls. They are now affiliated with, uh, I, I dislike giving them any credit, but uh, the Islamic State sort of coalition of terrorists, they are now associated with them. Once again, I mean, I give them pretty much the same respect I give street gangs. They are individually dangerous, but as a whole, they, they're pretenders. I mean, they're only dangerous within the region and only because nobody has the wherewithal to stop them. So, effectively, they are the Islamic State of Western Africa, something similar to that. Uh, I still refer to them as Boko Haram because that's how I originally knew them. And the group hasn't changed. They still do exactly the same thing. They've just rebranded to join with the times to get further, uh, further publication, I guess. And they're really, they're causing a lot of trouble, particularly in Nigeria. One of the biggest things is a lot of the governments in the region can't fight uh, an actual effort like this. They don't have the sort of resources that we do in the West, and even a bunch of Western nations were having trouble with this. You take a look at the attacks in France, the attacks in uh, Russia, and we get a lot of problems, even though we spend a tremendous amount of time and money on interdiction, on training forces when they do find them. It's, it's extremely disappointing, and I feel very bad for them. I knew a gentleman who, and I can't fact check this, but I believe him, uh, he was a mercenary in Zimbabwe back when he was Rhodesia. He was helping the public. He stayed there after the war. He he genuinely enjoyed the place with the exception of Mugabe and Mugabe's entire government. Even though Mugabe is gone, his government remains. So he said one of the issues is Nigeria can't hire, uh, can't hire personnel outside of their nationals for even training their military because apparently the international standards for mercenaries, and mercenaries are illegal under international law such that international law exists. It's considered a mercenary if you bring in a specialist to train your people, even if they're not on the raids, even if they're not leading the raids. It seems a weird double standard considering, you know, I mean, we have uh, private military contractors that do everything but combat arms work, and they still engage in combat defensively, but you can't send in a private trainer to train your forces? I mean, does this mean that every uh, police trainer in the United States has to be a U.S. citizen, or at least a U.S. resident? I don't know that offhand. But it seems weird that a nation cannot hire people, foreign nationals, to train their forces without being called mercenaries. I also wonder why you can't have mercenaries kill a bunch of terrorists. I'm... I'm really for defending a bunch of school children against just maniacs with AKs they picked up off of some 
backwater left over from the Russians trying to export communism and whatever else, whatever else they find on the side of the road. These are not professional soldiers. They're not professional anything but killers. But now I'm just going off on a rant, and I don't think anybody's going to disagree with me that uh, Boko Haram and similar Islamic State radicals are nothing but trouble. So this is Michael from Between the Borders. Uh, we do have this podcast. We are now live on iTunes, which was faster than I thought. Thank you, Apple. We have a Patreon account. We have a presence on Facebook. And you can always reach us at BetweenTheBorders.com. As always, thank you and stay safe.